This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back, folks, to the podcast, and um, season has officially started, and we're pretty pumped about it. Um, we're going to do a hunt review here pretty quick. Um, me and Thomas will do it for just our, our perspective, but it's me and Travis here today, and we're going to talk a little bit about his deer hunt and his archery escapade, where he's trying to do something that a lot of people can't or won't do and that's try to harvest a deer with a bow it's not an easy task travis tell us about it yeah so for when i was younger i'd I'd never shot bow um my family deer hunted quite a bit we weren't into duck hunting but my dad and my mom uh they hunted they hunted quite a bit deer hunting and um went with them as a kid had fun i shot a few deer with a with a rifle and didn't really look into bow hunting until my son talon my daughter talon started uh Mm -hmm. shooting bow and I had a bow a long time ago, and I shot it somewhat, never shot anything. I never actually went deer hunting with it. But I always enjoyed the archery aspect. It was something that you could do, you know, in a close quarters, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It doesn't take a lot of room to shoot a, shoot a bow. And it's what's so great about it is you can – there's a field behind our house where we live, and I just go out there and, and shoot. I mean, I walk 100 yards, and I'm in a field. And I can I can shoot, and so I always enjoy that aspect of it. And my kids like to to shoot, mm-hmm. and so it's fun to get out there together as a family. And, and if you haven't uh, looked into archery, I would say you know you want to do something with your kids mm-hmm. that's fun, that's educational, and a great activity. Mm-hmm. Bow bow is awesome, and so Talon was the one that kind of started doing the bow hunting, and I'll let him talk about it on another podcast. But uh, this year he shot his first archery uh, mm-hmm. buck. 
really nice buck. And I had bought a bow because everybody was shooting. You know, everybody was mm-hmm. kind of, we do that a lot of things as a group. Mm-hmm. And the kids were, uh, a lot of the young guys were buying bows, a lot of the young girls. And we'd go out and do those those archery shoots and stuff like that. And that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. But um, once I was with Talon when he shot his buck, and that got me, okay, I'm going to go do it. Yeah, yeah. So got a bow, went up there a couple times with him. Um, seen a few deer, never got within range. And him and I had went back up um, to check out a spot where he shot that that buck. Um, we seen a deer. I seen a deer. We'd split up, but didn't see anything, you know, that we could shoot at. So we were we were driving home, and um, I said, let's go let's go down this one road. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of it's all private, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's all private in there, but. We just wanted to drive down the road just to look, you know. Yeah. It's always fun to see deer. I don't care if they're in somebody's front yard or wherever. I, I always just enjoy um, viewing wildlife. Yeah. So we were just going down this road, and um, I look up, and there's a, a deer standing <clears throat> pretty much in this guy's, uh, the front of his property. His house is towards the back. I'm like, tell him there's a deer. Oh, so he does have a tree stand. No, 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 no. This is different. Yeah, this isn't a tree stand, but this guy's mm. property. Oh, I thought you said a tree stand on his property. No, no, his... His property, his house sits way in the back of his property. Oh, okay. And it's a big, long front of it. And um, there was a deer out there. And then I looked, and there was another deer. And I was like, hey, there's a buck. And then I'm like, there's another buck. I'm like, there's another buck. I'm like, oh, it's deer. There's like 20 deer hanging out. And um, we're just sitting there watching them. And look over, and this guy comes out of his house. And he starts waving his arms and jumping up and down. And Oh, and, and it tells us not like, at you. No, no. Tell us like, is he is he waving at us? I'm like, I don't think so. We're just looking at <laughs> deer on here. the road. Yeah, like, get out of my get, get out of here. You know. And um, Talon's like, should I ask? And um, Talon has a touch I guess, for permission. I guess I would give a, a prop or whatever. But uh-huh. we, we watched a lot of that. Uh, the Seek One, per, mm-hmm. Seek One, which is uh, some guys out of um, Georgia, and they hunt a lot of uh, public. Yeah. Well, actually, like urban. Pri- I'm sorry, private. Urban. They're, they're urban bow hunters. Yeah, they're, they're hunting these right, little town. 10, 15 acre parcels mm-hmm. and killing these deer. And so we were like, okay, you know. And it's California. We don't really think of that. But we, um, I was like, should I ask? I'm like, sure. I go. All he can say is no. So we pull up to the house, and Talon walks up to the door, and he's like, knocks on the door, and says, "Hello, sir." He's like, "Hi," and he's like, "I see you got a a deer problem here." <laughs> and the guy goes, "Yeah." He goes, "It's a problem." He goes, "They're eating all my plants." He goes, I don't mind them in my front yard. They can stay out there all day. But he goes, they started eating all my plants up. And he goes, there's too many of them. Town goes, well, we can help you with that. <laughs> and the guy's like, is that legal? Town's like, yeah, it's season. And he's all, were you up on the hill shooting? And Town's like, no, we shoot bows. And um, I think that, don't you think that's a big factor in helping too? When people know it's not a gun, it's it a bow. I feel like you can get permission you easier. You reduce the range, right? Yeah, you, right. You don't have to worry the about danger you, too. Some, you know, some idiot shooting a gun yeah. in a neighbor. Kind of in a, a res. I mean, these are like, an urban area with yeah, houses. Like, I think so. this guy's got 15 acres. You know, there's mm-hmm. some five acre parcels, 10 acre parcels. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's a close thing. And a bow, you know, how far is a bow going to go? Unless you shoot it straight up in the air, 70, right. 80 yards max. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not going to ricochet. You wouldn't think, um, and so the guy's like, "Yeah," he goes, "He goes, shoot, shoot him." And we went up there, and the, and the first day, Town's like, "You're shooting," and I'm like, "Okay." And I've been I've been practicing, you know, felt pretty comfortable, mm-hmm. hit a target, you know, pretty easy. My my uh, patterns and, are not the greatest, but I mean, I can. 
Well, how do you, like, say 40 yards, what kind of size ring do you think you stay uh, let's in see, let's consistently? Say, like about 20 inch? No, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no but for legitimately, though, what do you no, think? I don't shoot yards? tight groups, to be honest with you. Really? And I think it's because of my vision. You think so? Yeah, I can't see close up, and so my pins are blurry. Mm. And I think that does affect me somewhat, um, just not to be, super, like, really sharp. And if I put glasses on, I can't see far away. Oh, so yeah. So it's horrible. Mm. And so I'm kind of like, eh. That's kind of you know? messed up. But I feel like I can hit something, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think I can. <laughs> so we went out the first day, and um, it was just about, it was getting close to the time that the, we seen those deer in that guy's yard, because I was like, what time is it? And um, I'm like, they should come any moment. And so we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, boom, look up, and there's a fork, nice forky mm-hmm. and a three-by-two, a smaller three-by-two. They come in. They they start feeding. And we're just, we're being super still. And, you know, I mean, these are not, I would say, they're, of course, they're wild deer, right? Mm-hmm. But they're used to being around people to some degree. They're not like they're out getting in the their food. Of the forest. Yeah. yeah, they're used to hearing probably lawnmowers, you know, chainsaws, mm-hmm. things like that. People walking around. Yeah. So dogs barking, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're not super skittish, you know. But they're alert. I mean, they're super alert. And they come in, and the town gives me a range forty yards. Uh, Buck's not the best angle. He's corning towards me, and goofy me. I decided I need to get in a better position. So I stand up and I start moving. I was like, what are you doing? And I'm pretty much spraddle leg. So are you on your knees? Before? I was on my knees before. And you could down. have totally took that shot? Well, they were not They were behind some, some trees. And I so was you like, didn't have a clear shot? I didn't have a clear shot. I was trying uh, to move in position to get a clear shot. When they put their head down, I moved. And then they looked up and I'm like halfway in stride, right? Yeah, yeah. Spraddle legged and can't shoot. And she was like, Tucker Tell whisper. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to get a shot. He's like, draw, draw. I draw back. I'm like, how far? He's like, 40. And I felt pretty steady. But, you know, in the in that moment, it's amazing how much your adrenaline comes mm. up. I don't oh. care. You can shoot at 3D targets or whatever. Yeah. But And to being, I think, a a, a rookie archer, mm-hmm. I would say, um, I was I was a little bit jumpy. And I shot and probably shot four inches right over his back. Boom, they were gone. And I was like, yeah, that, 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 that's gone. So we're like, yeah, we blew it. Oh, he, we didn't blew it. I blew it. <laughs> so um that was gone. We went up a couple times in the evening. Um uh, we seen does and spikes and uh no bucks that I remember. And then I went back up last Saturday. Yeah, last Saturday. Got there early. It was really cool. Got there I mean right at right at daybreak. It was still dark when I walked in. Got set up, sitting there, and it was cool. A little gray fox comes in, twenty feet, four yards. He's looking at me. And he knows there's something there, but he doesn't know what it is. And so he he passes on, and I, I can hear some turkeys back up on the hill behind me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, there must be a bunch of hens up there. And I'm sitting there. All of a sudden, single file. One. Oh, that's a tom. Next one. Tom. 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 Fifteen toms walk out. Jake's and toms, but mostly they were toms. Right now, um, and I didn't really pay attention to turkeys in the in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, because we spring turkey. Because when is the season? It's November sometime. Oh, it is okay. 18th, 19th. So we oh, kind of for Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving, it's in, yeah. it's in duck season. Right. So I'm not going to go up there no. and chase a turkey around during duck season. Are you crazy? Um, but they had like real scraggly beards. But, but I mean, there were some big birds. In really? There. Yeah, and they walked by it at 20 yards, just right by me. I mean, single file. It was it was really cool. And I was just like perfectly still because turkeys mm-hmm. they got eyeballs that you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I was gonna, you know, it wasn't season, so I'm not gonna shoot them. But I was just like. Interested to see how they reacted right. and stuff like that. They walked by. So I'm sitting there. Well, I, didn't, I, I didn't say this. And the week before I was sitting there, and when you're by yourself, you can only see, you know, 
I don't know how what your your vision is. What two seventy maybe? Yeah, so I, I, was, yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't but know. It'd be interesting to see because you know, and I I kind of caught something on the corner of my eye, and I turned, and there was a one of the biggest bobcats I've ever seen, like ten feet from really? me. Really? And I don't Which know. Which is he, now illegal. Yeah, I don't know if he was if he didn't know what I was and 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 you know slight movements. He was like interested in honing on it because I was you? all camouflaged out. Yeah. Oh, dude. Because he was coming right towards me. Yeah. And um, and I caught him and he took off jamming and he took off. I mean, he was gone in a second. Um, but scared me to death. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. You expect to turn around and have a bobcat that close to you. And so, um, basically it was the same scenario this last weekend. I'm sitting there and I I turn and and there's a a nice fork and horn stand there at 20 yards, and there's a big oak limb, kind of you're by yourself at this point, I'm by right? myself covering his body, and of course he's back behind my left shoulder, which I can shoot better to the left than the right because you can't turn to the right being right handed, right, right. But I couldn't get into position and, and I didn't have a clear shot anyways, and so he w- started up the hill, so I kind of like started sneaking towards him and I could see him going through the trees. It was a really dense brushy hillside, and he stopped at 40 yards, but. No clear shot at his vitals. You know, I could see parts of him through. 180 degrees. Human. Well, each eye says 130 degrees, but together, 180. Oh, oh nearly two, 180. Two. No, with both eyes, nearly You can see 180. Yeah, that's about it. Hmm. It seems like you can look a little farther. I think they're just cut, saying if you're looking forward, if it's... If you're looking forward, maybe, okay. But if you cut your eyes, you can see a lot farther, I think. Yeah. Um. But anyways, anyways. yeah, so, so that one was gone. I'm like, oh, there went my only chance for today. So I'm sitting there. And it's really open. It's a bit like a big flat. There's like two or three trees in this flat. And then it kind of goes up onto a, a rocky hillside. And I'm sitting there and I see a deer like way across this opening. And I'm watching it. And it's a forked horn. And he lays down. And I've never shot an archery buck. It's no trophy buck, you know. But I'm like, hey, you know, it's getting close into the season. If I can shoot a forked horn, I'm going to shoot him with my bow. Mm-hmm. So I get behind, right behind the oak tree and I stay right line. I start heading towards him. And um, it's weird because you can watch videos, you can do all this stuff, but it's so different in the moment. Yeah. And I ranged him. He was at 44 yards. And I should have went, meh, get him to stop, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't do anything. I just watch him. And he kind of angles up the hill behind the behind these trees. And I'm like, okay, he's going slow. He's walking slow. And he don't really act like the wind was perfect. So I go, I'm, and I had my shoes off. So I'm just like sneaking along. I'm like, I'm going to get behind this tree. I'm going to get closer to him. And as soon as I see him, I'm going to pop this thing. So I'm going along and. There was a, a a rock in front of me, not very high, maybe three feet high rock, not very big, about the size of a deer's body. And all of a sudden, I see something turn. That rock's like part of the top of it turn. I'm like, oh, there's another buck right there. And there was a, a decent three by two, and he was laying there, and he was facing away from me. Wind was blowing towards me. I'm like, this is perfect. This 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 thing's gone. So I'm gonna shoot him in bed. <clears throat> I was gonna shoot him in his bed. Mm-hmm. Um, could you get a vital shot from the angle he was at while he's laying down? If I could have seen him, yeah, I could have put it could it right right behind his shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, but he was close to the rock, so I don't know. I mean, it's it's like you think you can do it in the moment, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't, and you're trying to think about different things. But I'm thinking, I got this deer right here. I, I was already like, okay, yeah. this is gonna be cool. I'm already thinking about taking pictures with this thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> how many times does that come back and bit us, dude? How many times? I mean, I mean, he's in the, like shooting a um, Drake Mallory. Like yeah, this one's in the back. He's in the back of the truck right yeah. now, man. You know, I'm gonna be. That is I'm not be, the ta- right thing Talon to do. Talon and Connor, they're hunting up north. I'm like, I'm be sitting a, you know, a Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sitting, you know, sitting <laughs> Titus a picture. All within of this five thing. seconds. This you know, is going through your, your head like, already. It's like boom, yeah. you're just playing out in your mind, and the deer's there. And like, I'm like, he don't know I'm here. He's looking the opposite way. 
And I, I, I messed up. This is what I didn't. I guess it's a learning process. And I start crab step, stepping to my right. I'm okay. at full draw, 30 yards. I mean, there's nothing in between. It's wide open. I'm like, this deer is gone. For whatever reason, you know, they don't live, they don't, they're wild for a reason. Yeah. He turns his head, boom. All I see is his neck and his head sticking out behind this rock, and he's looking right at me, pegged. I'm like, no shot. He's got me pegged. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, great. I'm at full draw. No oh, shot. Oh, you are? I'm at full draw. Yeah, I'm ready to. 30 for yards, him. yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm, on, I'm like, I have my bow up on him, and he's like looking right at me, and I'm like, I have no shot. Boom, I mean, you know, deer can move. He jumps, boom, jumps up and, and bounds a couple steps, and I'm like, I don't know, I'm, I'm at full draw. I'm not going to pull out my rangefinder, like, how far is right. it now? No, you can't do that. And I'm thinking, <clears throat> 40 yards. Felt steady, 40 yard pin on him, squeeze. Are you sure? You, are you guessing 40? I'm guessing 40 because uh-huh. he was at That's 30. Tough. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And, I aimed center center body behind his shoulder, mm-hmm. and I and Talon's told me he's like aim lower. I know, aim lower. When we go shoot because, through these, it is yes. And I've talked to my, have to my buddy Bill. And, it's lower and, than you think. And huh? John, they, they, they hunt elk a lot, and my buddy uh, Bill told me the same thing. He goes, you, when you they said when you pull, you have a tendency to. And I don't know how true this is, but he his brothers shot tons of elk. You have a tendency to pull up mm. instead of you know what I'm saying. And so I, I I may have you know slightly pulled when I when I released. I tried to be steady. You know, you practice that right. breathing. Um, right over his back again, again, uh-huh. and I'm like, there he goes. He he took off, and that was that. You know, so I've had I've blown two opportunities with the bow this year, but it's fun because I I, I this is these deer are not like I said they've seen people uh-huh. they're used to cars things like that. So it's it's a it's kind of like a training ground for me I it guess is, yeah. you know in a sense I'm taking it as that approach I'm not like oh no I didn't get them it's right. the end of the world you know whatever I'm enjoying it it's fun to be out there um, you know you see cool things like like that bobcat the fox the turkeys you know mm-hmm. and just being out there in nature is, is right. it's it's therapy you know what I'm saying you it, need, it you is need, you need to just get away from life sometimes um, you know just the hustle and bustle work everything <laughs> and just be out there and it's time that for me personally that I can just you know, sit there and and I pray. I talk to God. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I look at at the things around us, creation, and I marvel at it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the birds, everything like that. And I just I try to soak that all in, mm-hmm. and just let my mind go away from everything else that sometimes life can can throw at you, mm-hmm. and just you know enjoy the moments mm-hmm. like we talked about before. You know, because someday I'm gonna be old mm-hmm. and I ain't gonna be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And you know, those are. Those are memories that that I have right. that I'll always remember. You know, <clears throat> right. you always miss the you always remember the one that got away, right? The one you missed, or well, that's that's kind of like yeah. a semi of a of a stressor, right? Like in you like missing, but it's a good. It's not a bad stressor, and I I mean like the pressure, the pressure that is on your mind, yeah. The, the heart rate, there's pressure on the heart, yeah. and the beat, but it's a good one, yeah. Not when you, you know your boss calls and say, hey, "You need to get this done. <laughs> you need to get all this paperwork done." But you're out there, yeah. Just call dude, the using your back. natural abilities and your God-given um, instincts, killer instincts to harvest yeah. an animal or whatever. And so, like, it's a battle of the minds of God, the nature that God put in the the creation, yeah. Versus the the human, and and you know what? You win some, you lose some, and it's. It's like okay, that turkey that I missed. I mean, I was sick. I about almost about cried because I <laughs> you had, hunted a lot for I that. I had thing. put a lot of time, a lot of time and effort in that into bird. that turkey. It wasn't one day, one hunt. It was tons of time. 
And he kept outsmarting me. And guess what? I never even got him. I mean, yeah, I could have killed him with the shotgun. The shotgun but like it wouldn't have brought me the same fulfillment. It would not have brought me the same thing. And I almost rather looking back now, I don't have no regrets. Yeah. I don't like, man, I just wish I would have shot him with the shotgun. It's like, you know what? He beat me. Because, I mean, we have the advantage somewhat with the shotgun, even though it's still hard to kill a turkey with a shotgun. Yeah. I mean, you guys told me that how many times, but you guys have been pretty successful and stuff. But it's like with the bow on a turkey, I feel like that's like one of the hardest. It's insanely hard. Like, it reminded me so much of elk cutting in the rut. Because you're calling, they're coming in, responsive. Dude, so much like elk cutting, something funny. So it actually was a pretty good rush. I think I could see my dad actually liking that just for the fact of the calling, the coming in, the hiding, the shooting. I feel like they're tougher, though, to be honest with you, because when you're with elk, they're so distracted distracted with the rut. And I know their eyes are good, but I feel like just turkeys are just like you said, their eyes are so sharp. It's stupid, dude. Yeah, it is. They have a little bit more fear than I think an elk does. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. They just get dumb in the rut, you know? But what I like about the archery, I mean, if I had the opportunity to shoot these deer with a rifle, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. It would be no challenge. No, there's dude. no there's no challenge aspect yeah. to it, and I'm not. I mean, I would uh, trust me. I would go deer hunting with a rifle in a moment, and a, and shoot a big at, buck, at, yeah, know, and everything at, in certain places. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But with this scenario, the the bow is so much so much fun, and I think that bow hunting kind of opens up. Uh, the deer are not as as scared, right? Yeah, especially early in the season, they're still in velvet. And they're because when you miss, they hear that. And then they run. Yeah, they're not hearing. It's <laughs> not this. Yeah, yeah, it's not this. Just you know, big massive thing. Yeah, they're like, "What was that kind of?" You know. Yeah. So I'm pulling around my yard. So that I I I really enjoy it, and um, yeah. It's so like I said, if if you get a chance to to arch, you know, get into archery, it's a good thing. It it's is a great thing for the the kids. Well, something I was not wanting to cut you off earlier. No, but, that's cool. But like we we've done it at backyards at parties. We've yeah. all been back there and taken our bows. You know, and set the target up and shoot 20 yards and everybody's having a competition. It's just a, a good off-season fun time. And it's fun during season for, like, whatever you're going to hunt. Yeah. It is fun, dude. I like it a lot. And I actually got to get new string, a new peep. Mine finally just busted m- enough. It's I had the, what is that, the little rubber piece that goes from the peep to the, the back. I don't know so, what they call that. I don't know what the technical word is, but I'm going to get the inline uh, in-string peep. I'm going to put a new a nice string on i think that's what's going to help the sound too dude my bow is just rattly dude really like i don't know don't you think it's pretty loud it's i I, I know there's a obviously the bows even your bows a bear too yeah and i have a bear but you have a nicer i can definitely tell a major difference because you're a double cam right yeah see mine's a single cam which is totally fine i like my bow there's nothing wrong with that i know i can kill stuff with it but i need to put the new string on it and i probably need to do a drop away and the the sight's okay, and I shoot pretty accurate with good groups, but I think at some point, whenever maybe two to five years I transition to another bow, mm-hmm. I can take that good equipment and carry it over. it over. It's not like a waste, you yeah. know, like, well, now I got a new bow. That all just goes down the toilet. Yeah. I mean, that's... No, um, I, I really I really like my, my bear bow. Which one do you... Um, which model do you have? I have the Inception. Inception. I right. bought the... the Is red. that like two levels up from mine? I think it's only one. Just the next one up? Yeah, and it's the ready-to-hunt one that came with everything mm-hmm. on it. The only thing I've changed is I put the uh, peep side in it, which is different. Did you use the actual original string? I still have the original string. Okay, and you put it in that? I'm going to put a new string on probably next year. Yeah, I put it yeah. in that, and then I it came with a whisker biscuit, and I put the, the fall-away rest on it. Yeah. And that's 
Only thing I've changed on. But that right there just probably. Made, I think you remember you said your accuracy went way up too with that drop away, didn't it? Yeah, because the whisk. I don't know. Some people really like whisker biscuits, and I don't have any thing with them. But it just. I don't well, know. it's nice that it holds your arrow. Yeah. But I don't like. Have you ever watched that in slow motion? The fletching, what the fletching does when it's going through that whisker biscuit. I mean, I know a lot of people have been successful with that. Yeah. Like, I'm not downing it, but it's just like that's why after like. A few weeks of shooting, your your fletching gets those little the warbles in it, it. Uh-huh. and you can see when it goes through that whisker biscuit. That's exactly what it's doing oh, okay. when it going through that. Now they say you can take a blow dryer, I guess, and they'll Even they'll smooth up. back out. But yeah. again, like I'm not downplaying. That's what I got, but I just kind of I kind of do want to drop away. Just I think it will. Yeah, I've heard I, it will I help like your it. accuracy. I like it. I mean. I don't know if it's helped my accuracy, but <laughs> I thought you said it did at the time. It, I mean, it seemed I, like it did. The deer shooting a deer is different, okay? Yeah. The pressure on your heart rate. I still don't think, just knowing you, like I don't think even your second attempt, your heart rate was just calm. I'm sure your heart rate no, was pounded a little was bit. Up. It was, yeah, it, definitely my blood pressure was up, but I felt calmer the second time, you know. And I think it's just keep doing it, you know. Eventually, I'm gonna. Hopefully, <laughs> you will be successful. Um, you will. I'm gonna go back up this next weekend and give it one last whirl. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, it's 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 a blast. I like it. Yeah. It's a good time and like watching watching. You know, you start watching. It opens up a n- new venue of when uh, you watch other YouTube people. videos. You know, like you start watching yeah. archery and all this stuff. So yeah, yeah. It's just it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it. And um, kind of, kind of piqued my interest back up. I think with Talon, you know, guiding in Alaska and Wyoming, it's kind of piqued my interest back up in big game. Um, because for years it was just duck hunting. Mm-hmm. Didn't think about big game, but we're open next year, which I that's something I still got to do before November first. Is put in for Wyoming for a point for antelope. We're running out of time, brother. Yeah, we're running out of time. I know. Actually, I already have my alarm set for tomorrow to go and buy my antelope point. Yeah, I got and point. another deer point because. I don't. The only reason I'm going to buy a deer point is because I've already shot a deer in Wyoming, and and I just don't want to keep like for me, I'm not just going to keep shooting deer all the time. Uh-huh. Like that's just me. Like if it's a big buck or something massive, I will. Yeah. But for me, I've got so many other things, and I I spend my money on yeah. and, like trips out of state for duck hunting stuff. But really, we I think Tom, me and Thomas have been in collecting points for antelope in Wyoming for seven years because I have this zone that we want to hunt really mm-hmm. bad in it. They're they're basically trophy. Yeah. And look, it'd be public land, but you got to have a lot of points to hunt it. It used to be six, and like three years in, it changed to like eight. Wow. And I think this year we'll have eight, so I think we're going nice. to actually apply this nice. spring or whenever it is that, I think it's March or something like yeah. that. We're going to apply for the antelope. Not that we're going to get it. But me and Thomas both have the same amount of points, so we're hoping. The only thing is, if it's that hard to draw, I'm thinking, I wonder if that's really going to hurt us from getting drawn by putting in as a party. I think they only give out like 30, 40 tags. Oh, wow. I don't know how many people put in, though. Dude, it's in the middle of nowhere. But is I it was, in together? Is that like 16 points then? Well, that's I don't, a lot. I don't think it's that's how it works. I thought it goes off the average of the group. But you know what? I told Thomas, when, when you started doing this seven years ago, uh-huh. or eight years, whatever it was, I said, you know what? If it takes me 12 years to go with you yeah, and us both to have a tag, I'd rather wait 12 years than get one by myself. You know, eventually it's going to happen. It will. And it'll be worth it. Oh, know, dude. The area. And and antelope hunting is so, for a rifle, uh-huh. is so easy compared to other things I've we've hunted. Uh-huh. I mean, like Jeff was saying, you know, you don't got to get up till 
eight, you can sleep in basically. <laughs> oh man, you know what? I gotta take this call. <laughs> hey, it's we're cool. gonna end the podcast right now. This Bang, is cut off. Bye. All right. See you guys. See Have you guys a good one. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>